Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or use the promo code sobergirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash sobergirls for $10 off. Hey guys, welcome to Two Sober Girls. I am your host, Erin, with my amazing co-host, Michaela. We are both health coaches with a passion, deep-rooted passion, to help people change their relationship to with alcohol. Um, and on today's podcast, podcast number 35, I love this because we get to answer questions from all of you. We are just doing a quick Q&A, um, and thank you to everyone who took the time out to drop in some questions. Please keep your questions coming. And Michaela, is there one question you want to start with? Did you want me to begin? Um, I guess let's start with the, the rarely talked about. Yes. Okay. I really like that question. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this question was from one of our listeners who celebrating 50 days of sobriety. And the coolest thing too, I have to say her mom, when she started listening to us, then kind of reevaluated her relationship with wow. and now is 30 days alcohol free 30 days sober so incredible so she wanted to know you know what are some things that are rarely discussed really talked about in early sobriety that perhaps are surprising um there's so many actually like when this question came through I was like oh someone should write a book on that I needed that yeah. like 
that was a lot. Um, for me, my first month of sobriety was absolutely dreadful. Like, you know, and I'm going to like, I was so low, so depressed, dead. I was dead. I was dead. So anyone listening to this, it gets so much better because I am the opposite by the grace of God of that today. But Michaela, I was truly would say, how am I ever, how am I going to live this way? This is everything. I felt like my soul, my life got sucked out of me. I was an empty shell yeah, going through the motions and, and just not sure of who I was, what anything. And thank God, again, I always say this, I have my children as my anchors because I, they were my angels. I'm like, but I am going to survive this for them. Like I cry. So I would just say that, oh, it sucks in the beginning and no one, you know, people put down the, it's for me as an alcoholic, it was the hardest time of my life. Yeah. Ah. So the month month was the hardest you would say? It was awful. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. And I think this is why a lot of people are hesitant to go through with it because I think once, you know, it's, it's many layers, but like the actual detox in the body. So if you are truly addicted, it's Mm -hmm. advised that you work with a professional go to you, you went to rehab, right? So like you were, Mm -hmm. um, you had people watching over you. Um, and you, you need that. I mean, we had Dr. Aaron on episodes back and she said, you know, what your body can go through is, is, is a big shock. You you could die. So don't do it alone. And in a sense of like, okay, I'm just going to put down the drink. Like if, if you're really deep in really seek help. Um, but it gets better. And one of the things that came up for me is I guess being a party girl and being, and being so social, that was a big part of my identity. And so when you remove alcohol, it's like, you almost have to be okay with being alone Yes. Um, for a little while. It is a phase. Um, and that may look like, you know, taking more naps, reading more books, spending time in nature, um, you know, really working on healing your body. And also like another thing is like being tired is normal. Like, especially in the beginning, like I would just want to sleep. And I think that's completely healthy um, because your body just needs, it's it's sort of like repairing itself and we heal in our sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And also our mind helps to like, it's just, it almost like shuts down in that sense where all of those overwhelming thing, uh, thoughts and feelings are sort of like put on pause. So then you can just sort of, your body can do what it needs to do. So I guess mm-hmm. those two things um, go, like if you're going into it and like want to know what, what the beginning like what that first month, definitely what Aaron says, like, it's going to, it can, it's going to be hard for many people. 
but the result or like the, the outcome is just so worth it. It really is. And it's, um, just, just stick with it and it gets better and better and better. Like that's always my mantra. Like everyday life gets better and better. And you truly have to believe that in your soul, like just even say it now, make it, make it a part of your breath. Like just every moment is getting better and better and it will, it will come true, you know? Um, yeah. What's our next question? And I love that. Cause it does get better and better and better. It does. And you said too, which early sobriety, I would also say this, whether you are addicted or not, whether you're doing an AA component or just something like to our sober mastermind, you cannot do this alone. Uh, it's, it's a team sport life and especially sobriety. Um, and I would say to just find people to journey with, find people who are, are going to want to do this with you, who are going to say, yeah, I want to change my relationship too with alcohol. Like, I, yeah, because you need, you need friends and you need people you're going to go do fun things with. And you also need guides. You need guides to say, okay, you know why you're so tired? This is what's going on in your body. So this is what I think you should eat. This is what you should be. Make sure you're staying hydrated and all the little things of like, how are you now managing stress? Because we used to just numb and I'm not going to feel it. And so what you're feeling when you stop drinking is all that trauma and that pain is like, okay, good. We can deal with this now to release it. And you need someone to guide you on all those different areas. You know, so that's why we're so passionate about what we're doing because we get to be the guides for you and to show you simple ways to manage stress, breath work, meditation, move your body. What are you eating? What are you feeding your mind? What are your relationships like? Everything holistic approach, which I didn't have, you know, coming into it. Yeah. And I suffered because of that. I don't want anyone else to have to suffer that way because we know as we live in the solution, it really works. Like what we're offering, what we're doing in our lifestyle is incredible, but I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't have those. Like you said, it's like, it gets pulled like this life, which kind of does like it gets pulled out of you and you have to replace it with nourishing things, which is what you're actually craving anyway you know yes. <laughs> yeah do you really what you were looking for in that bottle yeah you know you get to really find okay oh next question okay this one we talked about a little bit this weekend and we talk about this a lot so one of my adorable sponsees I mean I just we can relate like we get this so newly sober trying to find her way like socially making new friends and was going out with a new friend and what totally got jammed called me, which I'm, that was like an A plus plus is what you're supposed to do. When you get jammed, you reach out. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I want to cancel dinner. Do I like, um, tell her I don't drink. Do I do what, what do I say? If I say I don't drink, am yeah. I going to say I'm an alcoholic or do I just say I'm not feeling well? Like all these things, like, what do you do? So this is the question. What do you do when you're newly sober, but you want to socialize, but you're not there yet to be like, Hey world, guess what? I don't drink. You just want to go out and have fun and kind of like be left alone and just be normal. So what do you recommend? Um, number one, we have to learn how to stop people pleasing. Yes. We have to focus on 
what truly matters to us. And I think this is different for everyone, but I think honesty is the start to any relationship and we don't have to get into details about why we're doing something. But I think just to be honest, I think it's really, I think it's a good idea instead of saying you're, you know, you can't, you know, I used to say, oh, I'm on a cleanse or, you know, I would sort of like have these like white lies that added to the shame Mm -hmm. that actually were not empowering to me. And I went to dinner this past Saturday to a place, you know, we used to drink at and literally everybody around me was drinking. Um, And I had in a flute, I had Pellegrino and had the Aaron. I had your picture. Yes. Grapefruit, lots of lemon (laughs) and lime. And one of the friends came and she's like, what are you drinking? I was like, this, this is what I'm just like, oh, okay. And it's like, I saw the wheel spinning. Like that's an option to have that in a glass. Like, and I, I own it. Like, and I think it's powerful. I think it's also like how we think about it to me. I think it's the most powerful thing that we can do is to be sober in a room full of people who are numbing themselves in a way. Um, Cause to me, I'm like, now I think it's fucking ridiculous to sit down at a table and eat a healthy meal and say, yep, I'll take that poison. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I literally think it's crazy. I think it is. So, um, so when it comes to socializing, I am just upfront. Now I will say my relationships don't look the same that they used to yeah. and learning to be okay with that. But for the most part, the people who are your people, they'll be there no matter what. And in fact, like yeah. a lot, I think me being sober opens up a lot of people's eyes around me yes. to question their relationship with alcohol. Right. Um, because that's never even been a topic like, oh, what's your relationship with alcohol? Like that's, that's not talked about. No, but you know, at that dinner on Saturday, um, another friend that came in and he was thinking of like what he's having and I can tell he didn't want anything. And it was like the pressure to have something. And I just went out and I said, Oh, I, I haven't drank in a year. He's like, I like that, (laughs) you know? And I was like, and I was like, and this is what I'm having. I still like to have, you know, he was like, good. And then I think like, and, and all I said was like, I just feel really terrible when I drank. And then another person was like, well, I feel terrible if I don't drink. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know what? I love the conversation. I love your honesty. And I love that the, your friend joked back. Yes. Um, and I think it's, that was the answer. I think it's okay to say, I just really want to feel good. Like I, and I had a blast. I what? was in all the conversations. Yeah. I felt amazing leaving. And, um, again, it's, yeah. Like I'm not doing this to like, I'm not tailoring my answer to make somebody feel more comfortable. That is the key. So I think just keeping it really simple, especially in the beginning. So I guess it could be a really uncomfortable if you've never done it, just like anything in life practice is key. And eventually it's just, eventually you're not going to put that much even thought into it. It's just going to be who you are. Um, but I see that in even some, some girls in the mastermind is like this unknown 
you know, whether it's the first vacation or whether it's going to the restaurant, it's the unknown that we're scared of. And we sort of want to naturally fall back on what we're used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're just there to support you. Like, no, no, no. Like just say this. Oh my gosh. You know, it's, it's so simple. And then they're like, wow, like, yeah, it was a little weird, right? We got that this week. Like it was a little weird for the first time, but I feel amazing. So it's like, it loses its weirdness, right? Like it loses that weirdness. And now I'm the person who like will shout over people, make sure there's zero alcohol, right? Zero. I mean, I'm making sure like no alcohol. I don't want any, not that, like, I don't, it's so funny how now it's like, I'm like a megaphone ordering my alcohol-free drink. And, and then I'm requesting the, the pretty glass. And, but yes. it's, but I think that truly like the people pleasing and one day, and I don't know if this is, I love it is sobriety. I think about a lot that every day is a gift and it could be my last. We don't know when that time will be. And when I'm gone, when this physical body, I I believe we are eternal. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to waste a moment thinking that like people pleasing, because that's just, those people really don't care. Like, you know, yeah. we get up in making sure everyone's comfortable and then, you know, and we're suffering when really the best thing we can do is make sure we're really comfortable and like we are the truest versions of ourselves. And we're, and you are that light at that table where people are like, Michaela doesn't drink. Michaela looks amazing. Michaela's a lot of fun. Michaela had this cool drink and without alcohol, maybe I could do that. You were proof of life to people. And that's yeah. the most important thing because if life is like a blank, it was interesting. The owner, which I'm really good friends with, um, I used to cocktail waitress there and, um, for, for a long time, it's, it's, I love the place. And, you know, we used to all just drink together and stay up till 3am and like all of those things. And, um, it was so nice to see him and he has been sober now for four weeks. And I think he's more sober curious cause he's still, you know, but he's just like, I, feel amazing the clarity I saw in his eyes when he said like I felt it he was like Kayla he's like I have a brand new life he goes I didn't know I could feel this good he goes it got so bad where he was like I was and you know these people like have all the external things right but he was like internally he's like I was depressed I was he's like my thoughts were just terrible and I was like I know like like, I'm like, I know, I know. And he goes, and within, he's like, within two days, he's like, all of that was gone. He's like, I had, he, it was like, almost like as if he has unlocked the secret to feeling good for himself. And, um, that was so powerful because beautiful. I, and then that opened up another conversation where, you know, we're going to work on a mocktail menu. Cause he I didn't, love that you're he didn't that. know that was an option. Cause like, he would just Ugh. have like a club soda with like lemon and lime. And I go, this is what I'm having. He's like, Oh, okay. And then I, I showed that. him a menu and I said, let's just work on something really fun. And did you know that there are non-alcoholic tequilas oh, and there's non-alcoholic uh, wines that you can like make a sangria with, but without yes. feeling like crap, he goes, Oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have buy all of these and I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to drink this. He's like, nobody's even going to know. And this is the thing in the beginning. Nobody has to know. You don't have to explain, especially 
to people who might sway you in the other way when you're not fully solid in the decision. So that might look like not even going out for a while. Like for me, I was just like, I think my soul was just like, nope, like, like I didn't want to go out even to restaurants or I mean, gosh, anywhere really um, for a really long time. And just now this is like a year in where I'm like, I guess, you know, spring is coming, spring is here and I feel good and obviously really solid. And I'm like, okay, now it's time to sprinkle in some fun, Um, but really selective. Yeah. No longer like, yeah, let's go here. Let's go like be bounced around like a ping pong, you know, ball, um, wherever everybody else goes, like no more. It's more like very intentional. And something that came to me, um, the other day, and I don't know if I'm going to say it as clear as it came to me, but I realize my personality and who I am is very calming and Mm -hmm. it's very grounded. Yes. And for so long, I thought I had to be super fun and wild and now I'm okay with just like being the grounded one because that feels peaceful to me um, and I know you are too yes you know, like we get when we talk like we get so energized and wild and it's like that's fun that's like beyond right but I think that foundational piece of me yeah it, I don't have to be fucking acting crazy like and no. I thought I did to be fun and oh. to like um, entertain others. Like the gift that I'm here for, for others is to be the light and to be the peace. I don't have to do anything. That's so beautiful. And that's awareness. And I think it was during my walk and I was like, Oh, and I think I'll elaborate this more. Like once this sort of like passes through me, because it's, Uh it's a form of becoming who I really am and becoming, being really comfortable your authentic self with myself. Yeah. Which you're a healer. And so that's, and that was, and that's exhausting. You know, that's yes. there's drink and to cope that, but that's what everyone, that's the greatest gift you can give everyone that that version of you, the truest, most authentic version shows up at that dinner. What a blessing, you know? And I think that too, when I get to show up and I'm just me, and it is calming and it is overwhelming sometimes who's in sobriety. You are just very aware of everything. And we're yeah. very tuned emotionally. And I am and this is how God made us, and this is why we're doing this, and this is our calling. But it's, you know, I can, I'm really connected to people's souls, their hearts. And I think for the longest time that was. I had to numb because I, I couldn't handle that all the time. And I didn't know what to do with it. And now right. I do. And this yeah. is this chapter in my life where like you too, like your authentic self showing up and realizing this is the part. This is all I have to do. Like, <laughs> this is it. And then when I'm, and the best is like, okay, it's good. I'm going home now. This was awesome, but I gotta go. I'm like, I just, I'm done. I'm so done. I, I think like a lot of people have, do you know the term cognitive dissonance? Yes. I think people have that with alcohol where they think that, oh, it's just, it's, it's, I'm going to have anxiety. And like, what do I do? What do I say in this situation versus like, you actually have more anxiety if you drink. 
Yes. You don't even realize that. Like, so for me, I was like, oh, my old self would be kind mm-hmm. of like anxious. Like, how is this night going to turn out? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to land? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what drink am I going to stop at? Like, seriously, yeah. like that, that's, that gives like, just yeah. even the thought alone is like, oh that my just, God. Those sentences just gave me anxiety thinking about it. You like, know, and I think we, we sort of like romanticize and we forget about all the bad parts. Like, that's why like, you know, our past episode, what is the cost of your drinking is crucial to have at the forefront of your mind, especially in the beginning, have that list, have your why mm-hmm. and have your community. And you just nailed something, romanticizing the drink. Yeah. A lot in the rooms because we do romanticize it. There's nothing in that drink. Everything you're looking for is inside of you. So any, your, your time out with your friends or your time with your children or wherever you're going in the world, it's all you. And that's the thing like now, which is, it's the greatest gift to know. And it's so hard because when I have a shitty day, things don't go my way, or I'm just struggling with something like, Oh, this is my work. It has nothing to do with the other person. I have to go in in deeper and I have to look at my reactions. Why is this triggering me? Why am I reacting this way? Why is this upsetting me? And I get to go deeper into the layers and layers of, we all have the trauma that we're, we're expelling, but but it's so empowering to know, like you bring the party, how, how much fun do you want to have? It's up to you, you know? And it's so great to tell your kids, it's nothing to do with other people. How are you? And it's the party inside versus like the external things of like, you know, am I funny enough? Am I talking, you know, am I having the right conversations? Like all of that sort of falls away when you're at peace with yourself. And you're doing the work. And I think that is the work. It's just every single day now, I lean into being at peace with myself. And there's one more question and I'm trying to find it in my messages. Oh. It's, it's not coming through, but it, the, the sort of the message, the idea sort of came through me okay. in this way. So she was asking is like in the beginning stages, um, how can she feel more, I guess, like powerful knowing that she can do it, that she can do this life. Um, and basically uh-huh. something that she can sort of like listen to and um, be a reminder of why she should be sober. Oh, that makes I sense. Know. Yeah. 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 Go. You have to hear other people's stories. You have to jump into our mastermind. You have to be around people who are doing it to say, Hey, I have 20 days and this is how my life is getting better. This is what I'm struggling with. And just one day at a time I'm doing this. Hey, like, wow. My name is Erin and I, you know, my sobriety date and I've been sober almost four years. And this is, you know, how much better my life is today than it was before when I was drinking. You have to be reminded and you have to have people where you're like, they can do what I can do. I was at a celebration meeting last night where celebration is, you you know, if it's your month that you got sober and you celebrate, it goes from 90 days and you go into years. And then we have people with 20 plus years, you know, to 90 days. It's so powerful to hear what it was like, what it is like now. And it just anchors you to, to remind yourself, God, this is the greatest. I love that too. And yeah. that's what we had our mastermind. And we get to share like when I was drinking versus like from death to life, like, and, and it only gets better. And it's a positive, um, 
it's, it's a positive shift every time you connect with, you know, whatever community is, whether it's ours or whether it's AA, it's just that constant reminder, um, that you're on the right path. Um, I love all of that. And I love you guys. I love all of your questions. Um, if there's a specific one that you have, you can slide into our DMS and let us know. We also have a question post that you can uh, post your question in there. Um, but yeah, I love you guys, wherever you are on your journey, we are here for you. And if you enjoy this episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple podcasts. It is the best way to support our show and to, I I just love reading our reviews. It like, it makes, it makes my day. So Uh, It only takes a minute. You can just, whenever you're on that page, you can scroll all the way down and then rate and then write a simple review of what you, what your takeaway was, whether, you know, from this episode or just of um, the podcast in general, tell us about your journey. Tell us about yourself. You can put your Instagram handle in there and uh, we can connect that way as well. Please. We're here to support you. All right. We'll see you guys next week. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.